0: Hello, I have this morning brought with me a trick. Now you might have seen this trick before, but I think it teaches a very good lesson. So if you like tricks, please watch this very carefully. Now you'll see I've got this really nice box. And the reason I've got this box is I want to keep a very special jewel a very special piece of treasure safe you see i have got this piece of treasure i've worked really hard for this treasure i've saved my money worked hard and i bought this special jewel it's a special expensive piece of treasure and I want to keep it safe. So I'm going to put this special treasure into my box. So I'm going to open the lid of the box and you watch carefully because I am just going to put this treasure into my box. And I'm going to close the box like that. Now, please watch my box. Very carefully I don't want anybody to come and steal my treasure you are watching now you watch my box very carefully and time passes and I think about other things but then I remember my treasure and I'm going to look at my treasure now you have been watching haven't you you've been watching my box Nobody's stolen, have they? That's good. OK. Now I'm going to look into my box and look at my piece of treasure. I open the box. Oh. Oh. Sandy's stolen my treasure. Oh, what's happened to the treasure? Look! It is gone. The treasure is gone. What has happened to my treasure? I worked so hard for my treasure. It's gone. My treasure is gone. But you know, Jesus said a very interesting thing. You can find that In the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. And Jesus said this, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. But where your treasure is, there your heart is also. And you know, although I've lost this treasure, and although I am very sad, you know, what you give to Jesus, he looks after. Whatever treasure you give to Jesus, he takes care of. And so I lost the treasure in the box. But I didn't lose all my treasure. The treasure that I gave to Jesus, he kept safe for me. Hello, it's uh, really good to be with you uh, this morning. Uh, A few months ago, uh, I noticed that Helen had uh, bought a book and she put it on the side and the title caught my attention. And the title was this, if I could tell you just one thing, if I could tell you just one thing, and it was filled with uh, what people uh, would like to say. And it really got me thinking. If I could tell you just one thing, what would it be? And having thought about it, I'd like to say this. If I could tell you just one thing, it would be invest heavily in eternal life. Invest heavily in eternal life. I remember as a young boy, Maybe 16 or 17, uh, I'd probably got some money from working on the farm, birthday presents, and I had a little bit of money and a friend of the family suggested I put it into unit trusts. Well, I did, I thought it was a great idea, and some money. But unfortunately, the unit trust started to lose money. And in fact, in the end, some of them were worthless. And Jesus said this, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So he is encouraging us to really store up our treasures in heaven to invest in heaven and the bible says heaven is an incredible place it it paints the picture of this amazing city with sparkling jewels and a golden street a place that is precious a place that is valuable And what is even more amazing about this city is God is present in the city. And we can dwell in the presence of God. Now remember, in the Old Testament, nobody could see the face of God. Even Moses could not see the face of God. He could only see the back of God. But there, in this beautiful, precious city, Will be the presence of God. And it says in his presence there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. And then it says there is this river flowing from the presence of God. Water is life. There is this water of life teeming. From the presence of God. And just so that we get a picture, it says there is the tree of life. This beautiful, amazing tree of life is there in the city. And just so we understand how fantastic it is, it's described as a wonderful feast. Heaven is like a feast, a banquet. And I don't know about you, but I really enjoy eating food. It gives me great pleasure. And can you imagine sitting around this table with the conversation, warmth, friendliness, enjoying the food that you're eating? And then when you have finished, there's this great sense. You push your chair back and there's this great sense of contentment. Heaven is not only a beautiful place, but a place of great contentment and happiness and then it describes it like a wedding between a bride and a groom well we all know weddings love is in the air and people are so happy they're celebrating it's a time of great happiness and joy and that is how the bible describes eternal life with god but but it is not automatic you do not automatically get to eternal life with god the bible is very clear that each one of us dies and after we die there is a judgment and the bible sort of portrays this throne this judgment seat and all these books are open and there is one special book and it's called the Book of Life. And if your name is in the Book of Life, then heaven opens up. Eternal life with God opens up. A fantastic life. Eternal life opens up. But if your, book, if your name is not written in that book, then unfortunately, the Bible says you will go to hell. And the Bible paints that as a terrible, terrible place. It says it's like a burning fire. Now, I don't know if you have ever been burnt, but if you are, if you have ever been burnt, you know how painful it is. Hell is a place of great pain, great torment, a place of real suffering. It says it's like outer darkness, emptiness, loneliness. It is a terrible place. How can I be sure that my name is written in that book of life? Jesus said this, he says, I am the bread of life, I am the light of the world, I am the resurrection and the life, I am the door, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, no one can come to the Father except through me. It is through really knowing Jesus, believing in Him, following Him, really wanting to be with Jesus. And if you want to be with Jesus and you follow Him and you seek to know Him, then your name will be in that book of life. And eternity with God will open up this place of magnificent joy and happiness. So, Jesus said these words, Therefore do not store up your treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal, but rather store up for your treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So the question is, how can I store up for myself treasures in heaven? I just want to give you three simple ideas. I'm sure there's a lot of others, but these are three simple ideas. I've recently been reading through the Psalms. I try to read a Psalm every day and just think about it. And what has struck me is that although in the Old Testament was this whole sacrificial system of approaching God, which obviously was fulfilled in Jesus Christ, what really seems to give God pleasure is when we thank him when we appreciate him, when we express praise to him. And it says in the book of um, Hebrews, chapter 13, it talks about a sacrifice of praise for those who confess his name. And I really do think that God is pleased when we appreciate him and thank him. And I wonder if every time we appreciate him and thank him, especially appreciate Jesus, then somehow we're sending something up to heaven. And most days I really try to start my day thanking God. And most days I cycle around the common. And as I'm cycling, I am struck by the beauty of his creation. And I say, thank you, God. For the beauty of your creation i marvel at how he created you are worthy our lord and god to receive glory and honor and power for you have created all things and by your will they were created and have their being and then i thank him for jesus i thank jesus for substituting his life for me for atoning for my sin for rising from the dead for covering me with his righteousness for giving me peace with God, for giving me eternal life. And I go on oh, thanking. Very often I start singing. And I can only say this. As I sing not all the time, I get this sense of well-being on the inside. So the first suggestion I have is regularly give thanks to God. The second, obviously, is about money. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal. But rather store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. So, I don't know why, but from my early time as a Christian, I started to tithe. I guess I've been around people who are tithers and nearly all my life I have tithed and I have found great pleasure in tithing. And I would just like to recommend this book. It's a small book uh, by Randy Alcorn and it's called The Treasure Principle. I think it is an absolute gem. And in that, he talks about a guy called... Uh, John D. Rockefeller, an incredibly wealthy man. And John D. Rockefeller died. And his uh, accountant was asked, how much did he leave? And the accountant said, all of it. He left all of it. And that is the way. When we die, we leave all of it. But we can send it ahead. I really like that thought. When we die, we leave all of our possessions, but while we're alive, we can send it ahead. And as we uh, give our money to God, we are storing up treasures in heaven. You can't take it with you, but you can send it ahead. And I also have come to realise that where you put your money is where your heart is. So if you're interested in supporting missionaries, you suddenly become interested in missionaries. If you're interested in supporting the hungry, you become interested in the hungry. If you're interested in supporting the church, you become interested in church. If you're interested in giving to God, you get interested in God. Where your treasure is, there your heart is also. I would strongly encourage you. I know life can be hard, but set 10%, 10% is your income, as the base figure, and if you're able, give more than 10%. There is great joy and pleasure in giving. And then the next thing, whatever gifts, whatever abilities God has given you, I would say, use them for God. And I just want to turn now to uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6, and it says this in verse 17, Command, command. This isn't a request, it's a command. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, not to put their hope in wealth, which is uncertain, but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command again, command. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up for themselves treasures, as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Whatever God has given you, use for God. Use to share, use to serve. And there's another place, my time is running through very quickly, but there's another place, and it says this, in uh mark and i hope i can find it very quickly mark uh, chapter 9 verse 41 it says i tell you the truth this is really important i tell you the truth anyone who gives you a copy of water in my name because you belong to christ will certainly not lose his reward so if in christ's name you do this the most simple act of kindness you will not lose your reward i believe that one of the kindest things that we can do to another human being is to tell them about Jesus, is to warn them about the judgment that is to come. I grew really concerned about my brother, and I thought, what sort of brother am I if I do not go and tell my brother about Jesus and about the fate that happens after death? And I went and I saw him, and I said, George, I really wouldn't be a very good brother if I did not tell you this. And I told him about God and I told him about creation and I told him about Jesus and I told him that after we die, there is a judgment. There is this beautiful place called heaven, but there is also hell. And I said, George, I don't want you to go to hell. And then I gave him a Bible and I'd marked it and I said, this is for you. And he said, I've already got a Bible in this. I said, I know. But this is a present to you. This is the best gift I can give you. I said, read Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And I said, make your own mind up. Is it the truth? I said, if it's the truth. I said, learn to really know Jesus and to follow him. I tried to say today, (laughs) if I could tell you one thing, it would be invest heavily in eternity. Make sure that you are going to be in heaven with god i write these things to you who believe in the name of the son of god so that you may know that you have eternal life how can i invest in heaven i believe as you sing as you sing and you express your thanks and appreciation to the father and to the son as you give your money away to god and to his service And as you use your gifts and your abilities to serve God and serve others, so you'll be storing up treasures in heaven.